Welcome to Cauldron of Worlds. Episode 22, Audio Options. Well, hello and welcome again to Cauldron of Worlds. I'm Chad Corey and this is episode 22, like I just said, for this ongoing second season of this series. And we're getting close to wrapping it up for this year. I thought I'd take a moment, like I said in the last episode, and talk a little bit more in specifics if I can. Again, specifics being specific generic, because I can't know everything you're trying to do for your world setting. But talk in specifics about what are some different elements and ways you could make your world setting for what various formats and things like that. Last episode, we talked about comics versus books and kind of the pluses and minuses for those with which you want to write your world setting talking about some of the strengths and weaknesses that you might want to incorporate into your uh, world setting as far as what you got to focus on more versus the other. And this time I wanted to kind of make maybe make a little shorter episode talking about the audio option. And why am I talking about that? Well, because at this point in time, when I'm recording it at least, audio is a continuous growing product. It is actually outperforming regular pros and uh, digital publications handily. It's consistently growing exponentially, and I think it really got a kick even more during the, the last couple uh, months here, or at least a year and a half now with the uh, you know lockdowns and things like that, which have contributed to people wanting to have something to do in their downtime. So it's only been getting better and stronger, and my own experience with it is it's a very fun medium to get into. And the, the direction now, again, at least when I'm recording this, is that people are looking at doing more audio original type of stories and product that is a little bit different than traditional print or even you know whether it's comic, digital, what have you. And so I wanted to talk a little bit more about how you design a world setting if you wanted this to be more of an audio focused or maybe even an audio original or audio solo type of property. First of all, you're going to have to figure out how to say things. <laughs> that seems kind of obvious, but you'd be surprised how many people don't do that. I was one of those people initially going into things. I thought, well, you know, it's pretty obvious how it's spelled, how you're supposed to say it. Not taking into consideration that there's different dialects, there's different regional preferences, even in this country, how certain things are pronounced and said. And just because something looks a certain way doesn't mean necessarily that's the way it should be said or could be said. And I didn't always get it right myself. I was kind of having different understandings of pronunciation and stuff myself when I started making these made-up words way back in the day. And so I would encourage you, like I said in a previous episode, that's why I always have those three documents that I reference. And that would be one of them being the pronunciation guide. And so having that developed from the beginning is very key and very important because you're obviously going to have to reference that quite a lot for your uh, audiobook narrators or actors or whoever you're using to make this a reality in audio format. So that's that's the first thing. I want to encourage you to have that audio pronunciation guide handy and make sure it's done correctly to your specifications and to the specifications of those who are using it. Usually what that means is I, I try and spell things out phonetically, although different people might want it done a different way. I know what the company I work with now is, well, I have everything written up and I, I think it works very well. They, for whatever reason, don't like to use that. They rather have me actually speak things out 
in an audio recording, and then I guess they transcribe what I've said, and they make that into whatever <laughs> whatever they have for their people to use. So it's a different format, I'm sure, for different people, but that might be the same for you uh, whenever you listen to this, whatever the case might be in the future of audio. So that's the first thing. The second thing is understanding the structure of story and how it's going to work. Now, usually in the audio format, you are working on either adapting something that was written for the pros or putting something together uh, from whole cloth, basically. So if you're adapting it from the pros, you're going to basically kind of just read it off the, the page and uh, narrate it, basically, if you're doing a more traditional narration version. Although there are things now, like uh, Graphic Audio, for instance, their publisher that I think is pretty phenomenal, as far as I know, the ones that, that started the industry, as far as what they call a movie in your mind, and they basically do the music, they do the voice acting, they do the sound effects. It's everything but the visual for making a book a audio adventure, shall we say. And by doing that, it's more of an adaptation because there are some elements in the written form that doesn't necessarily translate that smoothly or easily into the audio format, at least this type of audio format. It's kind of similar to the the movie side of things. And if you understand how that works, there are some things and some scenes that work well in a book, but don't necessarily work that well in a, in a movie type of situation. It has to do with plot and story and structure and, and, and you know movement of the flow of the narrative and things like that. You have to take into consideration. So that's that's the writing side, but you have to figure out if this is going to be a very audio-friendly environment in which you're making your world setting, you, you might want to take into consideration things like accents, pronunciations of different words by different people. It could be fun to have different people say different words different ways, given the, maybe they have their own regional dialects or things in your world setting. But also have the concept of accents, like I said, because that can add a great deal of fun and element to your to your world setting. Now, it doesn't have to mean that everyone you create is has a you know a funny accent or an accent that is based on you know real world people and things like that. But it is something to take into consideration. Like for instance, when you're making your your creatures or your people and things for your world, we initially introduced the idea of having a cultural reference or a touchstone with which you could incorporate some of those elements or ideas into the overall design of, of these people. And so if that is a case where you have a mixture of different uh, racial, ethnic groups, and nationalities, and cultures, and things, it might be kind of fun if it fits the flavor and feel to incorporate maybe a subtle nod or an element to kind of how they sound. Obviously, they're going to be speaking English, unless you don't speak English as your native language and you get it produced elsewhere. But I'm assuming people that are listening to this are English speakers since I'm speaking English, but could be wrong. Um, but in any case, think of a way to incorporate subtle accents or things to the overall races and uh, way of saying things that might add a little bit of flavor and, and, uh, and fun stuff to to the overall design. Some other fun things you can incorporate is thinking maybe maybe th these races or these creatures or things usually have a higher pitched voice or maybe they speak slower. You know, they're not necessarily, these wouldn't be things that you think about when you're designing the world necessarily because you're not really thinking about 
how somebody sounds, but because the story itself in the audio first option would be told primarily through audio, and that's the only way, these would be elements you could incorporate into a, a fun world-building, actually maybe even enriching type of element to your world setting overall. So again, maybe they talk really slow, maybe they talk kind of fast, maybe they talk at a, a monotone kind of thing, there's no real excitement. Uh, you know, just, just think of those kind of things, how, how people talk, how people sound, different accents, different ways of saying things, that kind of stuff. Now, the second thing, which I think is not really thought about a lot, maybe a little bit if you do comic books, is how do things sound? And again, we didn't really cover this on the previous episode, so I thought I'd take a moment and cover it here. But that's a big key, especially if you're doing something like a graphic audio publication where they have sound effects and things like that. And they say, well, what is it, what does this you know ray gun sound like? What does this you know spaceship sound like? What does it sound like when the, you know he turns his magic spell on? What those are good questions. And if you don't have any good answers, and they might be answered for you by another person or whatever is handy for a sound effect at the time. And if you're okay with that, fine. You know, that makes everyone's job a little easier, I guess. But if you have actual references or an idea of what you want something to sound like or what it sounds like in your world, something now would be the time to flesh it out, write it up, and get reference materials on hand so you have it ready when the question arises. You know, maybe... Maybe this magic spell sounds like electricity uh, that is bolted out, or maybe it sounds like a certain frequency that you found they really liked it for your 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 ray gun, or you know, just things like that. It's a subtle thing, but kind of important because now sound becomes a very important element of the story. It becomes part of the storyteller itself, and so it's important to take those things into consideration, or at least give them a, a type of consideration when you're world building here to make sure you have all the bases covered. And go from there. I mean, for instance, what do what do the uh, monsters sound like? What does a dragon bellow sound like? What is a, you know, the the sound of these giant beetle creatures? What does it sound like when they're trying to crush you up or do different things? What does it sound like when, you know, you get the idea? Different spells or different magic things, or someone opens a portal to a different dimension, or what is it? What's the background noise in this different universe where there's a different you know frequency of things going on? So again, maybe not necessarily the things like we said before. You would be focused in great detail on, but if you're doing the audio side, definitely give that a consideration. Also, given into consideration how you want it to be portrayed audio-wise. Like we said, do you want it to be done like a regular narrative, in which case they're just reading a book, or do you want it to be done on an ongoing uh, audio-first type of situation? That will develop what you do and how you write the story. What do I mean by that? You can get away with a little bit of background and exposition and stuff for the traditional audio narration because you're reading off backgrounds and stuff, basically just off the printed page. But if you are doing an audio first type of thing or what we call like a graphic audio thing where the story is like a little mini movie in your mind, sometimes having all that exposition and having all that background stuff is going to delay or slow up or mix up the pace of the audio and make it not that good and kind of confuse people. So it, you might want to find ways to incorporate those elements into the story, maybe through your characters or just through little snippets here and there and, and figure out how to incorporate that that way. So it's a different way of telling a story, but it's also a different way of where you focus the story. Obviously, the audio side of things is going to be more dialogue with some backgrounds and exposition and stuff here and there. 
especially if you do the um, graphic audio version, like we said, there would be a lot of sound effects and action and, and music. Again, that's another thing, too. What what type of music? We didn't, we didn't cover that, so let's go back to that real quick. What type of music do you want? Uh, when you If they're based on a certain culture, maybe they have, maybe you have songs in your, your world or, or setting, and you want to incorporate those into your uh, audio experience here. What does that sound like? I mean, what type of instruments do they use? What type of things do they prefer? What, how, how do they play music in general, if that's even a thing? Or do they not even like music? Or maybe this is a very technologically advanced society. Maybe it's like techno-punk or something. Or you know, what, what, what does that incorporate? What are certain uh, sounds or, or elements or musical co- compositions that evoke the right mood, the right flavor for this culture, this race, this setting? Again, these are not necessarily things that you would think of when you initially started out building your world setting, but... These would be things you want to consider and at least get a grasp on before you approach going the audio option for your world setting. That you know, again, you're going to have to figure out what works best for you, and you might have might have not as much room as you think to do the selection, but at least you'll be able to put some input in and give them some guidance and direction and keep things consistent and a continuity to things overall, which, like we've been saying, helps keep the thing believable in general. So I think we'll kind of end it here for this particular episode. Thank you again for taking a listen to uh, the series. I do appreciate that. I'm going to do a little quick plug again here at the end of the episode and let you know that I will be doing a question and answer session or episode, excuse me, at the end of the year. So the very last episode of this season, we'll be doing that. And so I'm looking for questions and comments and answers and things you can send my way excuse me, things I can answer, excuse me, you can send my way and I'll be more than happy to see what I can fit into that episode and, and get covered. I'm also kind of curious to see who is uh, receiving this information and uh, how did you hear about the, the podcast and if it's of uh, you know any benefit to you, what you're getting out of it. That would be helpful for me too to kind of know for future planning and what I can maybe tweak or improve or get things more focused to people that actually might get some benefit out of it in uh, things that they haven't been up till now. The podcast email is just cauldron, that's C-A-U-L-D-R-O-N, at chadcorey.com. That's C-H-A-D-C-O-R-R-I-E dot com. Thanks very much for listening. Take care, and we will see you next episode. This podcast is copyright Chad Corey. All rights reserved.